Assalamu alaikum, this is Nusheen, your host, and welcome back to Journey to Jannah. Today's episode is going to be the second episode of the Becoming Her series, and our topic for today is self-discipline. Self-discipline is a very big part of becoming the best version of yourself, because without proper power over yourself, you will not be able to be successful in any part of your life. So let's start off by defining what discipline is. Self-discipline is the ability to be able to control yourself. A lot of people use, or at least they try to use, motivation in place of discipline, and it doesn't work out. Because motivation is something that's very volatile, it's not always going to be there for you, but discipline will. So it's going to get you through the hard parts, the parts that you don't want to do. Motivation won't. Yes, it's helpful at times, but don't rely on it. And honestly, at this point, motivation has become more of an excuse for people when we don't feel like doing something, we'll say, oh, I don't feel motivated enough to do this. And we simply just don't do it. It's just an excuse. Look at motivation for what it actually is. It's our nafs, um, our inner selves, being in the mood to be compliant, to be productive. That's it. So don't rely on motivation. That's what I want to preface this by. Don't rely on it to get you through it um, because if you do wallahi, you're setting yourself up for failure. We are here for the long haul, girl, not a few days, not a week. Drop the reliance on motivation and start focusing on becoming disciplined and cultivating the amount of discipline that you have over yourself. Something uh, that a lot of people don't think about is how being disciplined is actually a part of self-care. Self-care isn't just doing skincare and face masks it's also pushing yourself to do things that you don't want to do because you know those things are going to be good for you in the long run it's eating healthy even though all you want to do is eat junk food it's going to the gym even though all you want to do is stay at home inside of your bed it's completing your assignments when you get them so that you don't need to put on all-nighter because you decided to procrastinate doing all of these things are considered acts of self-love even though we don't necessarily want to do all of them all of the time we know that doing these things are better for us and um all of these examples that i gave of uh eating um junk food and not going to the gym and procrastinating these are all things that count as self-destruction essentially what you're doing is sabotaging yourself you're doing these things that are very unhealthy for you and don't benefit you in the long run so in this way you can see why forcing yourself to do something that you don't want to do is an active form of self-love because sometimes we get so comfortable doing things that are detrimental to us that we don't even see what's wrong with doing them that is 100 percent the case here you need to unlearn these habits that's a huge huge part of becoming self-disciplined unlearning previous habits that you created and Um, that you're really really comfortable with is something that's going to be very uncomfortable for you it's going to be hard but the active part of unlearning these habits and replacing them with healthy habits is the best gift that you can give yourself it is one of the best forms of self-love that you can give yourself you have to do this for yourself because in the end no one else is going to be doing it for you no one can truly give you this kind of success because You have to do that for yourself. No one else can give it to you. No one else can do it for you. You have to force yourself to wake up early and 
to go to bed early. You need to force yourself to go on your phone less and be productive more. You need to realize that this is your life. Take control of your life. It's your goals and your dreams. And the only person that is going to be on the receiving end of the outcome of your actions is going to be yourself. So when you do all of these things, like eating all this junk food and not taking care of your body, not caring about school, the only person that that is going to affect is you. You are the only one that is going to be facing the negative impacts of doing all that. So at least do things that are positive so that it impacts your life in a positive way. You need to be realizing that first off, being disciplined is for yourself. It's for no one else but for yourself. And I know actually getting to the point where you were truly self-disciplined is really hard, but that's okay. A large part of becoming disciplined is failure. It will happen. I, I promise you it will happen. This is a journey where failure is something that you can avoid. Even after listening to this podcast episode, you're not going to be properly disciplined. Why? Because this is something that takes a lot of time and a lot of practice. Yes, I'm giving you all the knowledge that you need, but this takes so much time. We don't like doing things that we don't want to to do. So naturally, becoming a self-disciplined person is going to be something that's very hard. And it also is something that it hurts. It's a journey that is very uncomfortable. It can feel very restrictive at times, and it can also feel like we're punishing ourselves. However, the thing is, this is only at the beginning. I promise after you start seeing the results of your hard work and your effort, it gets a lot easier because you see how much of a positive impact doing all these things is having on your life. Discipline and more importantly, the journey to becoming disciplined is going to be something that is going to completely change you. And I don't even just mean you know doing all of the things that you're going to be doing i mean because of the things that you're going to be realizing you're going to realize so much you're going to understand so much more about yourself about the world your mindset will change because of the amount of experience and knowledge that you gain and knowledge at the end of the day is power knowledge is going to be what makes or breaks you when you know you have the knowledge of what it feels like to be disciplined, you know what it feels like to be accomplished. And to be in a place in your life where you're actually happy and doing the things that you thought you'd never have the ability to be doing. Just seeing how much your life has changed and how good it is and how good it feels. You won't want to go back to the point in your life where you were before you started to train yourself to become disciplined. You're going to start looking at things that you loved doing before, such as you know, watching shows until one o'clock in the morning, and you're going to think, how did I ever live like that? How did I ever, you know, do those things and not feel any regret or guilt? How did I feel okay with doing the things like that? And after a while, you're not going to have the urge to go back to the bad habits that you used to have. You're going to actually want to go to bed at nine o'clock. You're going to look forward to waking up at, you know, five o'clock in the morning. You're going to look forward to doing all of these things that at one point in your life you thought you'd never have the ability to do and you know at some point you maybe you thought doing these things were um unnecessary but like after you see how much of a change they create you're gonna look forward to doing all these things as a muslim our nafs can become our biggest enemy or it can be our best friend it's up to us it's up to you 
to pick whatever it is. And our nafs, again, if you don't know what um, your nafs is, it's yourself. It's the part of you that consists of simply your carnal desires with no restraints. It's dangerous. The reason that so many of us feel that, you know, self-discipline is hard and why so many of us fail at self-discipline, it's because of our nafs. Our desires have too big of a hold on us. We've dragged ourselves down to a point where we want to do all of these things and we don't care about the negative effects that they have on us. And for some of you, it's because of the fact that listening to your desires has become a habit. And as humans, we are creatures of habit. And therefore, you don't want to break that habit that you let yourself create even though it's detrimental, even though it's slowly killing you. You'd rather stay in the bubble of comfort that you've created for yourself then try to save yourself. You fall back every single time. You fail because you feel safe when you listen to your desires, even though you know it's so bad for you. And I mean, I can't control you in any way. I can just give you the advice that I'm giving to you right now and hope that you listen. You're going to wake up one day a year from now. You're going to be so thankful that you didn't go back to what you felt was comfortable. You're going to be so thankful that you forged your own path and decided to actually take control of yourself. Or you can wake up one year from now and you can see yourself in exactly the same point in your life that you are at right now. You have no self-growth. The choice is 100% yours. It's completely yours. As Muslims, essentially what being self-disciplined means is controlling our nafs. Our nafs tells us not to pray and to stay in bed and sleep. As Muslims, self-control, essentially what it means for us is controlling our nafs. Our nafs tells us not to pray and to stay in bed and sleep when we should be getting up to pray Fajr. When things like this happen, I know for a fact that a lot of you will say something like, oh, it's shaitan, it's not me. Girl, at the end of the day, yes, it is you. It's completely you. Shaitan can only... Shaitan can only suggest you do something. The rest of it is in your hands. You are the one that is making the decision. Shaitan can only suggest that we do something. That is the only thing that he can do. He can simply put the idea, put the thought of doing something inside of our head. We are the ones that go, Oh yeah, that is such a great idea. I'm going to listen to you. We blame others so much when in reality we are the issue. We are the ones that are making the decision. You have no one else to blame for all those bad actions but yourself. It's not shaitan that's forcing you to stay in bed and miss fajr. You listening to shaitan. That is you completely 100% listening to shaitan you you're actively making the choice to that's not him that's you and you need to realize that this brings me to my next point in reality what we're fighting or rather who we're fighting against isn't shaitan it's ourselves we are the enemy and if you think about it it sort of kind of makes sense when you start to become self-disciplined you realize that a lot of these things that you've always wanted to do the only person that has been holding you back from doing all of these things is yourself. 
No one else is holding you back from doing anything. You have the power. You have all the power in your hands to control your life. But it's you that is holding you back. So you need to realize that and you need to start not listening to shaitan. You need to start controlling your nafs. You need to start saying, no, I am not going to be listening to all of these bad things because I know they're wrong. And even though they may feel comfortable, I know they're not good for me. So I'm not going to listen. And instead, I'm going to be doing something else that I know is going to have a positive impact on my life. And I know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be proud of me for doing. Now, before you start, there is one very, 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 very important thing that you need to do. And that is setting your intention. It means so much if you go into this with the mindset that you're going to do this for the sake of Allah. Every struggle that you go through will be rewarded. Link back the goals that you have to Islam and to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in some way, which as Muslims, all our goals should. So for example, you want to become productive? Why? So that you can stop ignoring the things that you don't want to do but still need to do? This could mean things that pertain to this dunya, yes, but this can also mean things such as prayer, making, um, reciting Quran, a habit, and other things that just have to do with your deen. Just bring back whatever it is that you're doing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Another really important thing to do Another really important thing to do is find um, your purpose. Your Another really important thing to do is to find your purpose, your why. Find three reasons. So, for example, we need to go... Um, another really important thing to do is to find your why, your purpose. Your Another really important thing to do is to find your why, your purpose. Find three reasons. So, for example, we need to do good in school, right? But why? Is it just for the grades? Is it just because? Do you need to find... Um, another really important thing to do is find your purpose, your why. Find three reasons. So, for example... We need to do good in school, right? But why? Is it just for the grades? Is it because, you know, just because, you know, no, no other reason, just because. Um, so you need to find a purpose that leads back to you. So yes, one of your reasons can be to make your parents proud, but you still need to have a reason that goes back to you and what you want to do in your life and how you want your life to look like. So let's just say that, I want to become a doctor, right? So my reasons could be that I want to be an amazing doctor that truly helps my patients and I also want to retire my parents and give back everything that they've done for me and also because I want to live a certain lifestyle in the future and becoming a doctor is going to be a huge part of that. So those would be my three reasons. They're very solid. They mean a lot to me and every single time I don't want to do something, I'm going to go back to these reasons and remind myself that in order for my purpose um, to be fulfilled, I need to do this right now, even though I may not want to. So whatever it is, find your why, find your purpose, find your reasons, because without them, everything that you do is going to seem pointless. You're always going to be questioning yourself, why am I doing what I'm doing? So find what it is that you can always fall back on them um, and remind yourself when things do get hard because they will in order to 
actually start your journey of self-discipline, I'm going to be giving you um, two things that you should be doing at the very beginning. Number one is to start praying five times a day. And number two is to fix your sleep schedule. Start waking up early and going to bed early. So to elaborate on my first point, um, by praying five times a day, you'll start creating discipline in the spiritual aspect of your life and in your theme, basically. And by fixing your sleep schedule, you're creating discipline in your dunya. So let's just go back to praying again for a moment. Um, I don't mean, you know, just doing the movements. Actually, truly put your heart in attention into your salat. I put in the proper time and care that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala deserves from you. You can't do this, any of this, without Allah's help. Ask Him for His help and He will help you. Ask Him for help on this journey that you've chosen to take. Explain things in dua and, you know, explain how they're for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and inshallah, He will grant His barakah on this journey. In essence... Next, I want to talk about internal war or internal jihad. Um, internal jihad is actually the most common form of jihad. Jihad is the uh, it's war for the sake of Allah. Um, and internal jihad is the most common one. Um, in essence, what you're doing is you're going to war with yourself. Um, you're going to war every single day. You're fighting the urges that you have, the desires that you have. <sighs> okay, so let's. Okay, so let's just say that you've already started your journey of becoming a self-disciplined person, and all of a sudden you hit a wall. You realize that your nafs is coming at you a hundred times harder than it ever has. And you realize that it's becoming harder to be a disciplined person. At this stage, what do you do? I was talking about this uh, with one of my friends. And what she said was, why not create some form of punishment for yourself to hold yourself accountable? And that honestly made so much sense. Discipline um, has multiple meanings. One of them is, uh, and I'm uh, reading this from Google word for word, using punishment to correct disobedience. So, in other words, do something to hold yourself accountable. For example, let's just say you've been slacking off on going to the gym. So, in order to, quote-unquote, punish yourself, or rather, hold yourself accountable, you say that you are going to be giving $100 to, you know, a charity or your sister every single time that you don't go. After a while of not going to the gym, you're going to lose a lot of money, right? So, naturally, you're not going to miss going to the gym. You're going to go every single day because... You don't want to lose another $100. And I know a lot of um, you guys will not end up going through with holding yourself accountable. Um, and if you are at a point where you can see right now that you aren't going to be doing this, to like, you know, going through with holding yourself accountable, ask someone else to do it for you. So like giving your mom or someone else that you trust, um, like going on with the example, uh, just giving someone else your card and asking them to um, donate $100 to a certain charity organization every single time 
that you don't go to the gym. Holding yourself accountable is the best way to hold back any temptations that you have. Another way to hold back um, from your temptations and to stay disciplined is to reason with yourself. Um, This is more of an in-the-moment thing. So you reason with yourself with your nuffs and you try to show yourself logic. This method is quite valuable, um, especially at first, because you don't have that level of control of yourself. You can use whatever you um, use to hold yourself accountable, to reason with yourself, and basically just like talk yourself out of whatever it is that you want to do, but you know you shouldn't do. Um, And if the thing that you want to do is haram, know the fact that thinking about doing something haram and then choosing to not do it is actually going to give you good deeds because you chose not to do something for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Another part of holding yourself accountable that isn't talked about much is calling yourself out on the excuses that you make. Um, And we talked about this earlier a little bit, but I'm going to talk about it again here. Chances are that the excuses that we make are just a reason for us not to do something. This is why calling yourself out when we think something or the path of doing something, like going back to the gym example. Let's just say you want to make the excuse that, oh, I feel really tired today, I'm not going to go. At the end of the day, if you consistently go to the gym, your body's going to start feeling sore right it's just an excuse to get yourself out of going to the gym it's very important to call yourself out and to like catch yourself in these thought processes that happen inside of your brain this goes along with um, what i was talking about earlier about habits that are unhealthy and detrimental for us our thought processes are often a large part of why we have these habits these negative habits so catching yourself in The act of it is very important in stopping a lot of these habits that we create. And just like, you know, changing the way we think, it's so important to rewire the way our brain works. And doing that will really help in becoming um, more self-disciplined. And it'll also just make the journey of becoming self-disciplined a lot easier for you. Another thing that uh, I wanted to talk about is consistency. Being consistent on this journey is so important. And every single time that you see yourself falling, you see yourself slowly stopping, think of the woman that you want to become. Would the woman that you want to become stop simply because she's not in the mood? Really think about that every single time you feel like stopping. And that's not to say that you you know can't have rest days. Um, it's just make sure that your rest days are disciplined in some way so for example yes you can spend a day of lounging around and not going to the gym and eating foods that you've been craving however have some discipline throughout all of that so that would include um you know praying five times a day reading quran drinking the amount of water that is uh healthy for you um you know try to just plan in some rest days for yourself we all need to rest um and you know have time to relax and refill ourselves if you keep on going and don't give yourself proper time to rest, then that'll cause a burnout. And we don't want a burnout because they're so hard to get out of. And that is why it's really important to make sure to plan ahead. Make sure to plan your day ahead. I cannot reiterate this enough. Get a planner to use. Um, you can use something online as well. Um, like, for example, Notion. 
that's what I use, my personal favorite. Um, you can also use Google Calendar or any other app from the App Store. There are so many different amazing applications. Find one and use it to or plan and organize your day. I promise planning ahead and being prepared makes life 100 times easier, especially when you're trying to become disciplined. You know what you're going to be doing on every single day of the week. You know where you're supposed to be at a certain time throughout the day. It helps you stress a lot less since you know all the things that um, that you know you need to do and you can also create to-do lists and anything else that helps you manage your time. Managing your time is just really important. So I would 100% suggest in investing in a planner of some sort. Um, I just want to say that if any of the advice um, that I gave in this episode came off as harsh i apologize i'm trying to not make this series something that's just motivation with sunshine and butterflies honestly way too many people just only show the good and talk about the good nobody talks about the failures and the time it takes to properly work on yourself most influencers and content creators say what they know people want to hear and i'm not here to do that i'm giving you guys sincere advice i want to show you the good and give you all the tips and knowledge that i have but a part of that is also showing the bad and making sure that you're properly equipped to deal with it when it comes around because it will come around. I don't want to, you know, leave you um, feeling stranded and defeated and alone when it does. And I want this series to shadow what's actually going to happen in your life and um, because you guys deserve advice that is unfiltered and real. Um, with that said, you have uh, made it to the end of the second episode of the Becoming Her Muslim Version series. I will uh, see you guys in my next episode of Journey to Jannah. This is a friendly reminder to make sure to go pray if you haven't already. I hope all of you have an amazing day and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.